0: Welcome to the Review's Up and Comer podcast, uh, where we interview local people doing interesting and cool things. Uh, And we certainly have someone who fits that mold today. We've got Joey DeJarde, who is a self-described on his Twitter profile as a next-gen paracycling athlete. Correct. So uh, welcome, Joey. Thank you. Uh, So why don't we just start off, have you just give people a little short description of your biography and uh, who you are and what you do, for those who don't know.
1: Sure, so first of all, to be a hand cyclist, you have to have uh, some sort of uh, injury, which is kind of, most of them are spinal cord injuries, so in 2009, I had a spinal cord injury, um, which left me paralyzed from the chest down, and that's when I started to venture out into different types of adaptive sports, and hand cycling was one that really stuck to me. Yeah. So from then on, uh, I did just recreational hand cycling. Around here, around the area, found some <laughs> nice trails, local trails here across the bridge, carry on. And I uh, realized that the sport was, uh, there's a competitive aspect to the sport, and it was a Paralympic sport, and there was actually a, a team based out of Bromont Quebec. Okay. So I just started talking to people and realized I wanna be competitive and push <laughs> my, my own limits. Awesome. And that's how I started paracycling. Uh, it's uh, my fourth season now competitively on the uh, next gen team i've been on that for two years so it's been uh, it's been going really good
0: cool that, yeah. that's awesome um so maybe just to go even farther back okay uh, so you were you're were from the local area here? yes yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah i've actually i was born in quebec but moved over here when i was about three or four years old okay. moved right here in vatla kill in front of the fairgrounds oh cool cool lived there till uh, the beginning of high school and then just moved in town here Okay. But I've always been in the hill until recently. I moved to uh, just on the outskirts of Hawkesbury, but okay. still considered Champlain, which, still, is, yeah, still <laughs> which Champlain. is still the local area. Yeah. So yeah, cool. Yeah,
0: cool. So I mean, uh, if you don't mind, maybe just uh, would you maybe want to talk about your, the accident that happened? Maybe sure. Yeah, people don't know. And yeah.
1: Yeah, my injury to June fourteenth, two thousand nine, eight years ago. This summer, um, I was out dirt biking like I did pretty much every Sunday, right. and uh, just took a spill, broke my back at the T4 level, which is mid-torso mid torso down. I spent three and a half months at the hospital at the rehab center in Ottawa to learn how to do everything, you know, from every aspect of living again with a spinal cord injury. Yeah. And then uh, I became home, and home was where I realized I had not rehabilitated myself <laughs> right. to any certain point, because when you come home, you realize everything that you used to do and you got to kind of do that differently and you see all that it kind of hits you all at once so being at home honestly it took me about a, a year to have that feeling like i was i was me again i don't know right. if that makes sense but i actually had that feeling i one day i really thought like okay i, I have my life back after a year like yeah. i'm independent again i can do everything on my own that i need to I know when to ask for help. I know, you know, my limits or what I can push myself with. And from then on, it just kind of skyrocketed go from forth. there. Yeah, yeah.
0: It seems like it's a thing where you have to really, yeah, like you say, like learn how to be yourself again, learn how to rebuild all the things that you maybe did one way before and now you have to do them in a different way and like so yep. you know your limits and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I guess, yeah, we'll go, we'll get back into the cycling. Sure. Here. Um, so were you a competitive guy before the accident?
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've always had that in me yeah. yeah i did a lot of uh i more so the sports younger yeah like in elementary school hi, a little bit of high school then uh more like motor sports but still competitive aspect right i've always had that i guess i mean yeah this is kind of bringing it out more yeah <laughs> i for guess sure. yeah so for sure yeah that's a
0: uh, cool yeah. um and so what what specifically about pe- uh about paracycling really uh captivated you why 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 go to that
1: because when I first got on that hand cycle, it mm-hmm. was like my first uh, sense of independence since my injury. Uh, not being used, I need my wheelchair for a thing I do, but getting off that, getting on my bike, and kind of leaving that wheelchair behind was like a big risk for right. me. Because if something happens, I'm, I'm stuck yeah right on my bike but there's ways to get around that now i realize that you know bring a spare tire bring a spare Mm -hmm. tube you can get off your bike and fix something or you can call someone bring a cell phone things like that but uh the competitive side would just once i saw the to what level people can push themselves physically and mentally and uh just to go out and push yourself and be with other people like-minded same situations it was just uh, kept pushing me to go a little bit further and a little bit further.
0: Right. Mm. No, that's that's great. Um. So you just got back from Emmen, Netherlands, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. And you're at the World Cup. Yes. For uh, th- Paracycling? para yeah.
1: yeah. This was my second World Cup. I did Spain last year for my first uh, venture out into Europe, and Emmen, they took me on. This one was a bigger competitive class there. Okay. For the time trial, my coach told me to aim for top 15, so I got 14th place. Hey, congrats. And was, uh, you know, you know, we always think we can push a little bit farther, right, so uh, we'll leave that at that. <laughs> and then uh, the road race, there's uh, 45 riders in that one, and I got top 10, so I got 8th place in the road race. Wow, congrats. Which uh, was pretty good, surprising for everyone, mm-hmm. even me. So what happens with the top 10 finish now... Uh, The selection criteria for Cycling Canada is I qualify for the world championships in South Africa at the end of this month. month. So I'm gearing up for that because it kind of told me 99% sure that I'm going. So we got a final selection letter August 9th. So that'll be the official selection letter. But so far, that's what I'm kind of gearing towards and training towards that.
0: Cool. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. So I guess what's. What's the progression after that? Is there do you have goals beyond that? Is like that what are you building up to beyond that? Like is that
1: it'll be more World Cups and world more world, world, world Cubs, championships, yeah, yeah. yes. Awesome. Okay. Until I can uh place podium so yeah. I can prove to them and myself that uh I'm candidate for, you know, the Paralympics in twenty twenty. Yeah. So that's your ultimate aim for this? Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah, but uh I still have tons of work to tons do, to work with that. To do that. like a top 10 finish is good but it has to be podium right right finishers hey, well. to be considered for the uh, paralympics so that's will be what the goal is for for the next good. two, three, well, four
0: three four years awesome so maybe you just speak to that a bit um what what does your training consist of how do you train for the uh, for events sure. like this and i uh
1: I'm, i train five days a week every week <laughs> uh, there's pretty much no break throughout the year there's a I got a week off here and there just to kind of give me a mental a mental break right yeah and uh, kind of recover and just put my focus forward again um, it's usually anywhere from two to three hour rides that I go on uh, it depends if I have intervals or if I have base endurance okay. so um, we'll say starting in October I go base endurance which just means longer rides Uh, at a easier cadence and uh we go i do that pretty much till march usually we go uh california camp and we kind of do some hills over there and then we start building in intervals and building up the uh the engine is what we call it until, until a competition happens and for a competition you basically build up your fatigue uh for one week before the competition so you do like an intense amount of riding with hard intervals for the first the two weeks before the competition and then that one week before you kind of take it easy and then that's when you're supposed to be at your peak peak right Yeah, yeah
0: So you, so you work with a team this whole time, or do you do it mostly uh, by yourself? Cycling is pretty much solo. Solo, yeah? <laughs> yeah, so, solo, solo sport around here. Yeah, They'll yeah, You'll see course. me on the roads. Yeah, I think I've actually but, seen you once or twice.
1: Like uh, but uh, I work with a trainer, and it's all, we all have a, it's called an SRM. It's a power meter okay. with a heart rate monitor, and uh, every week I send him all my files, so there's no cheating. Right. <laughs> so he sees everything I do, <laughs> and then he sends me his training plan for the next week. It was week on week like that. Okay. And then... Um, like but the, like i said the training camp once in a while we get together with other athletes and we get to ride together but that's not it's too not often no, yeah no. yeah
0: yeah so i think i i read a little article about uh about you a little while ago and um it mentioned your wife vanessa has a big support system for you yeah definitely so yeah. maybe just talk a little bit about her and how sure how she helps you out And
1: yeah she's my rock like uh after my injury you know she's the one that was there every day and, and helped guys, me you get guys through. You guys were together in high school, Before, right? Before, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. grade okay. twelve, and we got together. So it's been a, it's been a, you know, an interesting journey together and a good one, and something I wouldn't change for the world. And uh, you know, following my injury, she's we got really close together more so in like sports and doing a lot of activities together that way. And right, a lot of biking, a lot of downhill skiing together, and uh, that's it. And then just you know, doing everything together at that point. So it's created a a good bond that her and I share. Right. She's really, really supportive in my (laughs) hand cycling, or else uh, I wouldn't be, you know, doing all this if she wasn't behind me, supporting me. Of course. And then uh, recently, well, recently now, it's almost going to be two years, we've got a new... uh, new fan new cheerleader mm-hmm. my little daughter Stella so oh, awesome. she's uh taking over Vanessa's number one fan <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah so that's uh kind of a little recap of that that's
0: awesome so did they both travel with you to the Netherlands for the actually company? they did and oh, it doesn't cool.
1: uh happen often and I don't know how many other athletes get to uh experience that yeah part because it's really uh it's a really like a team dynamic when you're there Right. Yeah. Uh, pretty much no leaving the hotel unless you're with the team and curfew and kind of everything that way so we structured it that uh she come in later she had her own room and then uh, she did her own thing she went and watched the races and then after all that was done we had a few days together to kind of enjoy on our own So okay. and she kind of knows that we were kind of yeah. you know, aware of uh boundaries we try not to push too much and but the team was very uh, accepting and I haven't had any negative comments from uh, <laughs> well, anyone, good. so that's a positive for, uh...
0: That's good, that's great. Yeah. So, do you feel like it gives you that extra, maybe that extra push, that extra motivation with them there, knowing that they're there watching you, or...? Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. yeah.
1: But, uh, like, it, it's a little more stressful, I would oh, say. yeah, more <laughs> Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. a little bit more stressful, uh... Dealing with the team environment and them at the mm. same time, you know how to how to handle both those aspects. Yeah. But I'm glad I was able to experience it, and I'll know how it goes on from now on. And that's great. Seeing them at the start line and finish line was uh something uh, you know you don't get every day at a World Cup. Yeah, so.
0: for sure. Um, so maybe just speak to that a bit about the uh, the pressure of the events. How do you go? How do you handle that? How do you how do you mentally prepare? Because again, we talked about your physical preparation, but how do you mentally prepare for events like this?
1: Yeah. Well, the cycling national cycling has the uh mental prep coach okay that uh i've not accessed yet but oh, i will no, okay. in the future yes because <laughs> uh, i'm still next gen so i'm just kind of entering the program that okay. way but so that's but, what that uh, means sorry that's next yeah, gen means like you're you're entering the yeah okay yeah, yeah so um but uh mentally i just try not to stress out you know yeah yeah the things that happen say something breaks on your bike or something happens you just you roll things, with it kind yeah of? yeah you gotta yeah and then uh don't take uh you know a defeat too at heart you know so things happen and sometimes you don't push as much as you want like i was talking about that tt yeah then, yeah uh, just kind of work hard at home and like all the training i do it has to transfer into something so right it'll it'll come out on race day and
0: so that's kind of the thing, right? So like, put put your faith in the training. Put your faith that you put the time in. That you yeah, that's it. Ready to go. Yeah, keep okay. your
1: routine the same. Yeah. Yeah, the way you get on your bike, listen to music before the race, right. and just kind of. I try to have like a you know a structure, or else. Right, of course. Or else you'll forget something, or forget right. your heart rate monitor, or forget this. And yeah. Then you get all. Yeah. So all you, stressed out. You want
0: it to be like repeatable and. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and let the training do the work. Yeah, that's no, that's good. Um, I think that's advice that pretty much anyone can use for yeah I mean, any competitive thing but also really any performance, any, anything like that. Put put the faith that you put the time in.
1: Yeah, if you've done the work, I mean odds are it's gonna come out yeah know, whatever you need to do. So yeah. Yeah just trust cool. that.
0: So well maybe we'll get even deeper into this. So what how do you describe the experience of being in a race? Like what do you how do what do you feel when you're in the in the race? What's the, what's the experience of being in the race?
1: Oh, what do I feel when I'm <laughs> in the race? I feel a lot of pain. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Yes, Because painful. it takes suffering to uh, <laughs> to keep up and to push your limits that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, either the TT or the road race—it doesn't matter. You're going to suffer, and uh, but uh, other than that, the excitement and uh, that you can keep up or you can push the pace—it's something you don't get anywhere else. And right. uh, I remember a race specifically in. Uh, saint George de beauce in Quebec okay. Nationals two years ago was very technical, uh, like uphill, downhill, sharp corners, okay. uh, railroad track. You kind of jump over, and oh, wow. uh, I really felt like uh, butterflies in my stomach <laughs> yeah. afterwards. Like I was very uh, excited to kind of do that kind of that kind of race. So mm. I get I get that after races, and it's it's a good feeling. Yeah,
0: I bet. Do you ever? Um, I mean, I don't know how much you know, but like, like flow states and stuff like that. Do you know no. those, those ideas? i I'd no like no. where you're at your optimal, the challenge is optimally fit to your level to meet the challenge. Okay. And everything just feels kind of like it's, it's both effortless, but also, uh, worthy of the, the challenge you're putting in. Do uh, you, do you kind of, kind of feel that kind of thing? Yeah yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah
0: it's kind of the same thing with like rock climbing or things like that like you kind of question well why would someone do something like this right it's just like you're putting yourself through all this extra pain and all this extra effort and all this extra training and and what is it all for but
1: personal satisfaction i guess that you get once you complete something yeah yeah and you get through it like you'd say you climb that rock wall you make it to the top or you finish your road race or whatever it is you do Yep.
0: And, and so that is that act as like a, a motivating factor you for you ma- for motivating factors excuse me for you every day do you do you get up thinking like I want to yes. hit the harder yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yes
1: I'm always thinking about uh, how hard other people are working mm. and I got to work a little bit harder right right uh, same goes with nutrition yeah same goes okay you everything. think about right?
0: that yeah for sure so what is your what does your nutrition schedule look like how do you
1: my nutrition is pretty pretty straightforward yeah. i'm not on uh, some strict uh dietary plan or anything okay. it's just uh portion control like meat wheat and vegetable okay um and that's basically it you know like,
0: so do you like like lean kind of chicken stuff lean chicken yeah. pasta yeah that kind of yeah thing? yeah uh,
1: before race always big bowl of pasta right. just to okay. get those extra, extra carbs, carbs in me yeah that. but uh other than that it's just regular uh just make healthy meals at, at supper time and eat healthy lunch and right. my uh, breakfast is always the same so uh, toast, toast and, toast and peanut, peanut butter, butter. Nice. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay um, yeah.
0: what about how how often do you, are you allowed treats that kind of thing like how often do you <laughs> well my week off, Your week off that's <laughs> week i week usually off? do week uh, week week uh, indulge a little bit
1: yeah uh mm. drink a few beers but yeah. uh, other than that the alcohol is uh, strictly off the diet and mm. you know just to kind of try to Push my body to the potential that it can go, and yeah, try to skip away from that pizza when a pizza <laughs> yeah, gets ordered, and you just kind of that can <laughs> be hard. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, definitely hard. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so maybe would you say you have? Uh, I, th- I think, I mean, for a lot of people who go through kind of something that could be quite devastating for their lives, like that, uh, they might not find something that can engage them as much as you, you found cycling uh do you have any advice for people maybe who are going through a similar thing that you are or even for just for like young people in general who are are trying to find something a passion that they can uh, drive themselves towards
1: yeah try different things try different things yeah try as much as you can and then you'll see what kind of catches you the most and if you're interested in that you'll go for it uh for me it's just sports because i've always been just outdoors and active okay but i find a lot of uh a lot, a lot of people that have been injured or face some kind of adversity, always go back to sports for some reason because it uh, lets them exert energy that they have built up in them. Right. Lets them get outside when they're not, you know, inclined to go outside as much, or if there's obstacles in their way, yeah. they can overcome them that way. Keeps them in shape, keeps them fit to be able to do live their their life other than doing their sports. And stuff. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but you know, that's it. Yeah. For. Yeah. Uh, for other people who are not physically inclined, or more like you know into music or arts, then mm-hmm. you just try different things and find your passion,
0: right? Yeah. Maybe we'll go back into just uh, talking about what you have upcoming here for your different sure. events stuff. So you mentioned the world championships. Yes, that's
1: yeah. my uh, that's the big the big one. It'll be I'll probably leave the 25th of August. Competition will be on the 30th and okay. till the 3rd of September. Sorry, that's wh- South Africa, South Africa. Uh, Peter Meritzburg. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, but uh, before that, there'll be nationals in Bromo okay. on the 16th and 17th of August. So that'll be a time trial and a road race. Okay. Uh, time trials are always 15 kilometers, roughly 15 to 20. Okay. And road races are 60 to 65. And you just, yeah, one after the other, usually one day after the next, and then you okay. just kind of.
0: So you don't prepare differently for either of those? That's just kind of the same? Uh, Yeah, you do.
1: Okay. Kind of, yep. Yeah. yeah. building up to it. Okay. Yeah, I'll do intervals set for the time trial. The right. Our time trial is always, I would say, uh, a little bit more important uh, because that's where our standards are set for on the national team. Okay. But that saying that, I got top 10 in the road race, which qualified me for that. Okay. So that okay. was, it's just as important as just it looked at it differently. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. No, that's that's great.
1: Yeah. So those are the those are the two big competitions coming up, uh, and then I'll do the Army Run in September, end of September okay. in Ottawa, which is more of a personal personal race that I've done since my injury. Right. I just beat my time. I I try and beat my time <laughs> right, every year. Yeah. So we'll see this year what. Uh, have you beat your time every year? I have so yeah. far. Yeah. Okay. So, that's good. But it's getting uh, it's getting tighter. It's yeah. Work. It'll be seconds off the time, <laughs> not not minutes like it's been in the past. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, that's good. Um, yeah. Is it, so is it, it I, I'd imagine it's mostly just a, it's mostly a summer season for, for yes. cycling? Yeah. yeah. So what do you do in winter then?
1: Winter, it's on the trainer in the basement. Okay. Netflix, TV. Netflix, awesome. Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours at a time, watch a lot of episodes that way. Right. And then uh, uh, California, like was my first time going to California yeah. the, last okay. winter with the cycling, uh, national cycling team. So I'll be looking to do that again. Two weeks of uh, hard hill climbing, yeah, in California, which was, it proved to be beneficial because I've I've upped my, you know, my gains this season. Okay. So, because of that, or we we think it's because of that. Right, right. It's it's described the way, like, you build, uh, it's like a pyramid or a house. You start with your foundation, you got to build it big. And strong right. so more like a pyramid Okay. so the wider you build that which is your base endurance okay. the higher you can build your peak right. at the top which will be your time trial or your road race on the your sprint finishes and right Yeah. so that's kind of how they describe you yeah. so with the California training camp I built that is that mainly base. what that was about? yeah like to build the base right. to uh, build the base bigger and then recover from that and then be able to build off that for this summer
0: so is California kind of the, the place to go for that type of thing? Or is there, is there other places in the United uh, States that Well, we that? did,
1: okay, so we all did Florida. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but Florida is really, like, flat. And we right. realized that our power output when we put it up on the computer was pretty much like riding your basement on your trainer. Okay, so there's not much so there's, difference? Yeah, except for being outside, but right. the hills are what kind of get you. Mm. Yeah, so California would be the, the, place the to probably go. the place to go yeah yeah cool
0: um so uh does it, so is there anything more coming up after that or is that kind of the, the end of the season
1: that'll be the end of the season after South Africa yeah yeah army run and while I'm sitting here talking about all this uh, I realize that I'm talking about all these pretty cool places and yeah no, that's just a cool. few years ago I uh, would have never thought I've even well, so Gone maybe, to California. Right. <laughs> well so, so maybe
0: maybe just go through some. So we got the Netherlands, you got California, you got yeah. uh was it Spain yeah. last year? Yeah. What else what else is on that list of um, uh well Florida a couple Florida, times, okay. uh
1: Miami and but uh yeah, no those are the
0: Those are the big ones? Yeah and so I guess South Africa coming up. Yeah. Yeah and Yeah.
1: So all places uh yeah. I would have thought I never even left the North America right. uh, continent. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Well, that's so. That's kind of interesting. I mean, if you look at that, and in what, in, in some way, if if your accident wouldn't would never happen, you would never have gotten. Jesus oh yeah. God. So definitely it's, yeah yeah. I think I mean a lot
1: a lot of things I've done since my injury over the eight years, I always uh, pinch myself and say yeah. like this is, I would have never experienced any of this. Right. Yeah.
0: So so I guess do you think there's like kind of a, a lesson in there in terms of like, dealing with the, uh, obstacles that life throws at you and kind of rolling with them and taking the best out of that yeah, yeah
1: and have support your people yeah. around you yeah that's a big big thing yeah i definitely realize that it's uh you know you think you're the only one affected but really it's a whole lot of people little that little get group. affected with the uh, types of uh you know big uh, big the obstacles like this yeah. yeah so it's kind of stay together and support people back after they support you and
0: yeah. yeah for sure well i mean uh i'm really excited to see what you do with these upcoming events here i'm uh I th- so you're so you're next gen yes so when do you become what is there like a next step to that kind of thing yeah
1: or? i need to hit a standard, a standard? which is okay. 39.86 kilometer average on a 15 kilometer time trial okay so last year, I was 0.3 kilometers off, okay? <laughs> wow. But this year, it was uh, really windy. Okay. So no one hit the A standard, so we're trying to hit it throughout the summer. Okay. But I'm pushing my watts, which is the power I push on the bike. Right. I'm pushing that more than what I did last year when I averaged that speed, so I'm so, technically so there. I just I'm haven't looking. put the numbers in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And
0: so and so is that what it's called? Like A level when you get there? Or yeah. A yeah, it's a
1: uh, like tier one athletes A standard. Once you achieve A standard, you've you're on the high performance side. But right now, I'm still next gen. But next right. gen is good because it's it's getting me opportunities. That, right, yeah. right.
0: Well, I uh, I hope you get there. Thank <laughs> you, Kirk. I'm I'm uh, I'm confident that you will. I think it yeah, good. thanks. Sir. And uh, I guess well, if there's anything else you'd like to to, to mention here, uh, maybe talk to people who uh is there any races people can come out and maybe see you uh
1: usually it's uh defeat sports in montreal that's okay. the end of the uh, end of april every year that'll be the best one people okay. go uh the army run but the army runs quick and there's not a lot of hand bikes in it right so uh it'll be yeah defeat Sportif end of april if you want to go watch something you'll watch Hand cyclists, uh, tandems. People are visually impaired. People have had traumatic brain injuries. People have no one leg, uh, one arm. uh, Everything. Every kind of athlete is there. So that would be the best one for you to go check
0: out. Okay, cool. Is there is there any like uh, streaming of any of the events that go on? Like, is there a broadcast people can catch to maybe? Uh,
1: not that. uh, Not necessarily. No. Uh, like World Cups, they'll do clippings, little short footage or videos of the whole event in general okay. and but other than that just youtube hand cycle race YouTube. there's some okay. on there that'll that are pretty good to watch so it'll okay, cool. give you a good idea of what it's all about
0: okay well people if you want to see Joey or, or other handcyclists, like check out youtube that's yeah. a good place to go. okay yep. uh... well thanks a lot for coming in Joey uh... It, my pleasure your story, is, your story is very inspiring I think it's inspiring to me I think a lot of people will find it inspiring and uh... best of luck in the upcoming races here thank you very I'm much Looking forward to hearing that you're tier tier one and yeah a- well. that's what i'm going for so <laughs> oh, great well <laughs> yeah. uh yeah once
1: again thanks a lot thanks for coming cool. in. Thanks, thanks for
0: talking to us
1: sounds good thanks Kurt.